Welcome to the Impact 360 Institute podcast, where our goal is to explore biblical worldview and servant leadership to equip you for everyday influence. Here's your host, author and director of cultural engagement, Jonathan Morrow. Welcome to the Impact 360 Institute podcast. How do you grow in discernment in a culture of confusion and many times just outright deception? Well, that's what we're going to talk about in today's episode of the podcast, because I don't know if you've noticed, but there are tons and tons of messages that we are inundated with every single day. Social media feeds, Netflix, headlines, news outlets. Um, we live in the age of, of activist and entertainment journalism now, where the goal isn't necessarily to talk about truth or facts as much as it is to honestly get clicks and monetize certain things. So how do we develop discernment as Christians to navigate a culture like that? And to do that, I want to talk about three ways that we can grow in our discernment. And as we begin to think about this, it's so important to recognize, even before this conversation begins, the Christian worldview story and where we find ourselves in in the midst of that story. Remember, there's four movements to a Christian worldview, creation, fall, redemption, and restoration. And so remember, creation, there is a way things are supposed to be. Fall, things are now not the way they're supposed to be. Redemption, things are beginning to be made the way they're supposed to be. And then restoration, one day they will be when Christ returns, right? Where redemption is kicked off by um, the resurrection of Jesus. We also now have the ability uh, to begin to redeem things around us. God is at work doing those things through the Spirit, through believers, through common grace, through general revelation, all those kind of things, and the hope of the gospel. But ultimately, we wait on the final restoration of all things when the King returns, right? So, but we are in the midst of the story where the fall has occurred, and that means that things are not the way they're supposed to be. And people, uh, spoiler alert, are not basically good. Now, that's one of the fundamental misunderstandings of so much that goes on in our culture today, is this idea that people are basically good, and therefore everything else flows from that. So if they were just smart enough or educated enough or had enough money or a certain position or something like that, then everything would be okay. And that's just simply not true. It's also not biblical because we know uh, there are real effects of the sin and real effects of sin in our own hearts and everyone's hearts as those things get lived out. And so as we begin, then we need to recognize that we need to, as Christians, as moms and dads, um, as we try to train our kids and teach our kids, as students, we need to have discernment to understand the difference between good and evil, uh, truth and falsehood, honestly, truths and lies. And so how do we do that well? Well, a couple of ways that we can start with that is first, the first principle that we have to enact here is to carefully define your terms. Honestly, one of the biggest challenges today is that people use words and they don't use words consistently. This happens both inside the church and outside the church. Textbook example, uh, the word faith. What, what a lot of people mean by faith is blind faith or wishing or a strong emotion. 
But biblically, what you'll find is the word faith doesn't mean those things. It, it means active trust in what we have good reason to believe is true. Uh, faith is not opposed to evidence in Scripture. It's opposed to sight, meaning faith is trusting the reality of God for an unseen future. That's the essence of biblical faith. That's what Moses taught about faith. That's what Jesus taught about faith. That's what Paul taught about faith. That's what John taught about faith. And so faith, even though that word gets used a lot, is confused. And we see that with other words like love. Love, you know, you hear, well, Jesus would just love everyone. Well, yes, but we need to allow the New Testament to define and inform what that love looks like. Loving someone means seeking their highest good, and that involves truth, and that also involves coinciding and cooperating with reality as God has designed it. And that's a really important thing for us to grasp as well. But in our culture today, love has come to mean accepting and affirming all things, but that's not love at all. Or take another word, um, tolerance. And tolerance is one of those things that we have seen fall on hard times in our culture because there's a false definition of tolerance, which means agreement. You tolerate someone by agreeing with them, and you are intolerant if you disagree with them, whether that's a behavior, a lifestyle choice, a belief, um, just pick whatever that might be. But in actuality, tolerance really says all people are equal and they're made in God's image, but all ideas and behaviors are not equal. Um, some ideas are better than others. Some behaviors cooperate with how God designed us to flourish, and some do not. And we are unloving when we pretend otherwise, or when, whether inside the church or outside the church, we do otherwise. And so tolerance is one of those words. Um, you know, diversity. Diversity is one of those words that has come into the public square in a, in a way that means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And if diversity in a biblical understanding, meaning God created things differently, there's male, there's female, there's all sorts of different kinds of animals and, and plants and all these kinds of things that are distinct in creation, um, as well as uh, people made in God's image and coming from different ethnicities and nations, but from one race, then that's a biblical understanding of diversity in that sense. But if diversity means Every possible expression, whether or not it coincides with or cooperates with God's good design for the world, that's a very different understanding of diversity, right? And so, again, defining our terms, grace, you know, grace is that unearned or unmerited favor, which is the grounds for our salvation in Christ. Or yet sometimes, you know, if we'll be talking to our Mormon friends who have a very different understanding of grace, grace does not mean the same thing. And so it's really important, even conversations around the gospel, to talk about what we mean by these terms. So if we're going to be discerning, we need to understand and recognize that we have to define our terms. So when people are using terms or when you see terms come across social media or your news feed, ask yourself, okay, what do they mean by that? How are they using that term? What is the definition that's in their mind? And are we operating with the same definition? Because sometimes uh, we mistakenly agree with something because the right word is being used, but the wrong meaning is being infused into it. And that actually leads to more uh, challenges and problems than there was even at the beginning. So that's one of the reasons why biblical discernment is so important. And one of the first steps in growing in discernment is the ability to define our terms. I'm reminded of the words of the Apostle Paul in Ephesians 5, 6 through 10, let no one deceive you with empty words, 
For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not become partners with them. For at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true. And try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. So how do we do that? Well, we need to first understand the terms and how they're being used. And second, we need to renew our minds with the scriptures. Renew our minds with the scriptures. Because as we talked about, we live in a fallen world. There's also an enemy, uh, a real personal devil, Satan, exists, who seeks to deceive. And we can deceive ourselves. So we need discernment, and we need to understand the scriptures. I'm reminded of what John says in 1 John 4.1, says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. Now, even saying false prophets out loud today makes some people uncomfortable, but the reality is there certainly are false prophets. There's people who profess things that are contrary to what the Bible clearly teaches. We see some of this happening within movements broadly understood around progressive Christianity or trying to deny the atonement in certain ways or decentralize the exclusivity of Jesus Christ as the one who saves us from our sins and is the only way, truth, and the life, right? And so there's, there's lots of things that are going on. And unfortunately, in our culture of confusion, where feelings reign supreme, what we're seeing is a, a failure of biblical discernment and awareness. And part of that stems from the fact that that people don't really know the scriptures. They don't really know what God has already said. And so even with well-meaning seeking God, they want to hear from God, but then they rely on their feelings or they've not defined their terms and they're not getting their worldview from the scriptures. That's a big problem because if you go to Romans 12 two, one of the things that we see there is that we're not to be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of our mind. And then by testing, you may be able to discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And see, the renewal of the mind by God's word and studying the scriptures allows us to understand what's true. And then when somebody says something that's partially true and it sounds good, but it still has some falsehoods in it, we'll be able to see it clearly. And one of the challenges is we're losing the ability to do this as the rates of biblical illiteracy increase, as people trust the Bible as the ultimate authority less and less. And so that discernment's not there. And one of the things we are completely committed to here at Impact 360 is the supremacy of the scriptures as the authority. That is God's word, inspired, inerrant, infallible. And that's the foundation. And that is what gives us God's view of the world, because it's inspired with the Holy Spirit. Because again, God is never going to lead you in a way that contradicts what the Holy Spirit revealed through the scriptures and inspired through the scriptures. So we must be discerning. And a big part of that comes from reading and saturating our hearts and minds in the scriptures. So first, we need to define our terms. And second, we need to renew our minds with the scriptures. And lastly, we need to begin to read and evaluate everything in context. This is especially true in scripture, but it's also true when it comes to headlines, when it comes to words or blogs or even podcasts. 
And what people are saying that maybe sounds good, it may tickle your ears a little bit, it may tell you what you want to hear, but biblical discernment helps us go, no, that's not quite right, even if part of me wants to agree with that or part of me wants to affirm that. And so we have to begin to recognize that context determines the meaning, right, in Scripture. Um, So many times verses get taken out of context or a a particular quote from someone will be taken out of context, or there's a certain headline that will give one impression when the reality is something very different. And we just need to be aware of those things so that we're not taken in and we are not deceived. Because right now there are so many different shaping forces happening in the life of a believer right now as Christians, as we try to follow Jesus in this culture, as we try to parent, as we try to lead, as we try to engage one another well. And one of the things that's happening is people aren't defining their terms, people don't know the scriptures, and people take things wildly out of context, both inside and outside the church. And again, none of us is perfect about this, but at the same time, if we want to grow in our ability to have discernment and wisdom and knowledge to build and base our life on, then we have to begin to do some of these things. And so it's crucial now more than ever as we seek to give a biblical worldview to the next generation, as Gen Z is coming of age, you know, graduating college, things like that, it's critical that we give them the tools to learn how to discern what is true, what is false, that there is good, there is evil, and we need to point everyone, ourselves, our kids, our churches, back to the scriptures in context to have the courage to stand where God stands. And it's so critical because there's so much confusion uh, today that it, it really is taking a lot of people in and with a lot of good intentions. Um, you know, just as a quick cultural example of this, there's a new documentary called The Social Dilemma that Netflix produced. I mean, if you haven't seen it, it's definitely well worth watching. It's PG-13, so take a little care in terms of that. But it's definitely something worth watching with your um, teenagers or, or kids that are older and discuss because it talks about how in our social media environment that we're in, um, how certain narratives take hold and how truth um, ultimately gets, you know, discarded or manipulated and what's actually happening there. And so I think that gives us some insights into one of the cultural shaping factors that's happening right now of social media. But the bottom line is, is if we want to take the Bible seriously and follow Jesus seriously, we have to understand what's true. And if we want to love and serve one another well, then we have to be able to define our terms understand what the Bible teaches on the big questions of life about who God is, who we are, what our purpose is, what our meaning is, what our destiny is. And then we've got to learn to rediscipline ourselves to take the extra time to read in context. It's so important because we have been conditioned to read everything very, very quickly. And there's, of course, benefit to being able to consume information quickly at times, But we also need to develop the sustained habit of being able to stay with an idea longer than 20 seconds or a quote that's longer than 140 characters and be able to build discernment there. And, you know, one of the things that we love doing here at Impact 360 in the classroom with our fellows or our summer experiences or in our master's experience is unpacking biblical truths and applying them to all of life as we cultivate leaders who follow Jesus. And 
discernment is essential in this age of deception and confusion. So if you need help with that, if you want somebody to cheer you on, come alongside you to help invest in your sons, in your daughters, um, consider sending them to one of our experiences, whether that's Propel or Immersion over the summer or our nine-month gap year fellows or our two years master's experience or even going through some of our online experiences. We want to be a resource to you as we seek to make disciples, proclaim the gospel, equip the next generation. And so hopefully something in this episode has caused you to think a little differently about the need for discernment, maybe some things that we can do in our own lives to take some steps and to mature and to grow in this uh, by God's grace and empowered by his Holy Spirit. But I would just challenge and encourage you uh, to take the time to define the terms uh, that you're encountering and consuming, define them with your families, your friends, make sure you're talking about the same things, that you would renew your mind by the scriptures, and that you would grow in your ability to read things in context. And I think that will help you grow in your confidence, not only to navigate this confusing time that we live in, but help others uh, find truth and walk in that truth as well. For more information about our on-campus worldview and leadership experiences for students and our accessible online courses like Explore Truth and Explore the Resurrection, visit impact360.org. Impact 360 Institute. Know. Be. Live.